Boys and girls, welcome to Tough Guy Sports Radio. My name is Bam Bam Bishop. I'm joined by the tough guy of all tough guys, BX Legend 28. We're going to take you around the bases, tell you about real tough guys, real sports, BX, Bronx, DC, worldwide, BX Legend. Say hello to the beautiful people out there in podcast land. Brother Noobski, glad to see you again out here talking sports, nothing but sports. Tough guy sports. That's all we're going to do all day. Absolutely. Absolutely. You want to go into a little something, tell the people? Yes, yes. What I, what I want to do is I want to I want to put a little thing out there about ourselves. But I want to do is I want to explain why you and I are friends. And then we go vice versa with that. Absolutely. I got a little story. Make it real quick. Uh, we've known each other 30 years. So I figured, you know what? And I said, let me throw this out there. So what happens is I say about maybe 28, 29 years ago, Good friend of mine calls me up and says, listen, I need um, I need to do something with my cell phone, but I need a co-signer. So I said, oh, co-signing, you know how co-signing is for people. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know. I said, oh, you know what? All right, no problem. Co-sign. And I would say 12 months later, I get a call back and say, listen, thank you very much. I said, thank you very much for what? Now, mind you, we talked all this time. Never once I got a call. Never once I got anything from anybody. I said, thank you very much. It went through and I'm done. So right then and there, 30, 28 years ago, almost to the day, to be honest wow. with you. Yeah, wow. almost to the day. And after since that, I said, listen, this is the guy that I want to be friends with. Because you can't co-sign for somebody and not even know you co-signed. Because at that point, I forgot. If it wasn't for you to even tell me, listen, it's over and done with, I'm good. I would have, I don't even know. Because I, I co-signed one other time and got calls and you're calling me day and night, whatever, never once. So I got to thank you for that. And because of that, you and I are still on the phone talking. And That's right. Man, phones have come a long way. Yeah, Listen, yeah. we go back a long time, but it really started with that 1990 World Series. Oh, Francisco Cabrera. And Joe Carter. Yup, Francisco Joe Carter. Cabrera. That's right. Oh, my gosh. The walk-off. Yeah, yeah. Joe Buck said, and we'll see you tomorrow night. So here we are. Cell phones have improved. Technology improved. Tough Guy Sports Radio. Is it radio? No. Is it a podcast? Yes. Is it going to be the best damn sports podcast you ever listened to? Absolutely, positively. Yo, let's get right into it. Let's NFL go. Draft. We're taping this the Sunday before the NFL draft, which is the 29th Thursday night, round one. We want to give you guys a preview of what we think the picks are going to be. I want to test out the sound here, BX Legend. Let's just make sure you can hear this. Like that crystal that, clear. Crystal right. clear, my friend. That means the pick is in. So listen, do we even need to waste time? Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, number one pick. Who is it going to be? And listen, I, I, you know what? You got to pick them number one just on the hair alone. It's got to be Trevor Lawrence. There's no way. No way you don't go anywhere else except for Trevor Lawrence. So that's an easy pick right there. They out here talking about Trevor Lawrence like they talking about uh, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, I know they got to pick this guy, champion, the whole nine yards, six, six. He's the total package. If I was a GM, I would pick Trey Lance because I think the NFL is changing. But I absolutely positively understand that in the South, that Jacksonville has to fill up that stadium and they have to pick Trevor Lawrence. You know what? You you got to you got to go with Trevor Lawrence because he, he you know a lot a lot of things been saying about him and Andrew Luck, and just by visual from what you see him play, I think he is the real deal. I I don't think there's any other choice but to take him. And take it from there. They need a lot of help. Jacksonville has a lot of the holes they have to fill. So you listen, you start off with a quarterback. You still need a line like anybody else without that line, without the right coaching. I mean, he's got Urban Meyer, so it should be an easy transition from college into the pros. So it's, it, I, I got, this is the easy pick, Trevor Lawrence. They better get that offensive line around him. You saw that uh, Andrew Luck, as good as he was, had to retire yeah, yeah. because he got uh, knocked around uh, so hard and so harsh. Yeah. All right, listen, on the clock, the pick is in. The oh, New York Jets at the number right, two on. slot. Let I me mean, get comfortable. Hold on. Let me get a sip here. Let me get a been, lot of talking on this one here. They've been trying to get this right since Joe Namath from Alabama way back in the day. Man, New York Jets at number two. What are they going to do? All right. First off, what they did was it made a huge, huge mistake. They should have never got rid of Sam Donald. I think that's going to be a big mistake. Agreed. Listen, just, just, just on his accolades alone, he's a, he's a good player. But listen, 
you had Eli Manning with the Giants. This guy never said nothing to nobody. He was quiet. He never ratted anybody. His players out. He never fought anybody. And the same thing. He was coached by the worst coach in the history of the NFL. He not once came out and knocked him. He always came out and said it was me. I've made mistakes. Never once. That alone, why would you get rid of a guy like that? That you know that if something goes wrong, he's not ratting anybody out. He was compared to Josh Allen. They said he was better than Josh Allen. And That's yet right. Josh Allen is on the way to the Super Bowl. And now Donald's on the way to Carolina. Carolina made out great. This It's like Carolina got the number one pick and they wind up getting Donald. This, this is going to be a mistake for the Jets. Complete mistake. I mean, granted, Zach Wilson's not a slouch, but yet you still have to train him. You got to put him into a system. You got no line. You got no real weapons. So you're starting all over again. Whereas Donald, I understand it comes down to the finances. Because they didn't want to take on the fifth-year option. They didn't want to pay him. But you know what? You're going to regret it. Because now that he's in Carolina, you got he's got McCaffrey. You got he's, he's back with Anderson. You, you, I just, it just irks the shit out of me that you took this guy and you got rid of him. Granted, he took a lot of shit from a, a coach that, I mean, I don't, first of all, I don't even know who the fuck told them to pick up guys. Don't know. Because this was a bad mistake all the way around. Management was, was completely wrong picking up the coach. And you saw what happened the moment he leaves Miami and how many players from Miami wind up leaving? How many? Mm, mm, what was mm. the running back that left to wind up going to Philly and, winning, uh, and winds up winning the Super Bowl? Oh, uh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Uh, I mean, look, look at, look at, look at Tannenbaum. I mean, come on. At this point, how can you, how can you sit there and say, oh yeah, let's pick this coach up and everything's going to be fine. And how many times did the players themselves say that he was not a good coach? And if you watch it, you saw it, that he just, he, there was no adjustments at half. There was nothing. And this poor kid was running around getting killed. And then, you know what? He didn't say nothing. Had the mono, still came back and played, gave you everything he had. Everything. And you know what? You could have taken that second pick and you could have wound up getting something else. There's so many other things you could have wound up getting if you would have kept Donald. Now you're going to Carolina. Carolina has a very good chance. I, I, I like their, uh, Carolina's uh, chances. I like their team. They, they, you know, they got a good quarterback. You know, and then Zach Wilson's not going to come in right away. He's not going to do well, obviously. I mean, he will win some games, but you still have a lot of holes all over. And you could have solved some of the other problems by keeping Donald and then wind up patching up some other holes. But now we are going to have to see, because at this point, I, I, I really, I'm very disappointed in them getting rid of him. And hopefully I wish him a lot of luck in Carolina and he's going to do well. I really think so. And, you know, let's see. I agree. I, I think the pick will be Wilson again. I would take Trey Lance if he's there at two, but the Jets got to do what the Jets got to do. We talked about this. Zach Wilson's from BYU. I don't know. That's going to be a hell of a culture shock going to New York, New Jersey, the metro uh, New York area, you know, uh, going uh, to practice every day. It's going to be a hell of a shock. And the New York media might eat this guy alive. So we'll see what happens. We'll put him on the three-year plan. You get a quarterback for cheap, but I, I just don't know. And I agree with you. I think Darno is battle-tested and proven. Should have been given a chance with the new coach, but uh, we'll see what happens. All right. Look and, 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 and like you said, like you said, it's not easy in New York. How many players go to New York and they're great everywhere else? You come to New York and they're bust. Oh, vice versa. You know, so, it goes either way. But this kid proved that he can keep his mouth shut and he was good. That's just well, that to me, that was that was worth everything. Whole different animal. Whole yeah, different animal. Yeah, completely. Now listen, when we there Thursday night, this is the spot. Okay. San Francisco right, 49. Here we go. Here we now, go. Now listen, we're WWE. F fans, and then it became WWE. One of our favorite wrestlers, Roddy Piper, is famous for saying, I came here to do two things, kick ass <laughs> and chew gum, and I'm all out of gum. The San Francisco 49ers moved up from 12 to 3 to pick a quarterback and chew gum, and they're all out of gum. The question is, who will the quarterback be, and will there be another sneaky team in there who do you got, tough guy, coming in number I, two? I, I tell you, I was going back and forth with this, and originally what I went with, and I changed my mind, I talked to a few people, did a couple more viewings of, of, of playing, and I got to tell you, I, I'm going to go with Justin Fields. Only I because, listen, I, I mean, I like Mac Jones, but he looks great. He's playing with Alabama. How can anyone not look good in Alabama? No Absolutely. one. Listen, you and I can get together and sell hot dogs and play football in Alabama. We, we get picked up anywhere. Don't make a difference. It's Alabama. Listen, I could go 17 to 34 for 300 yards and five tugs if I played quarterback at Alabama. Yeah. Offensive line to give you all the time you need. You could 
fix your Apple watch and order some pizza and some Gatorade and you still got time to throw. So this is where we start to disagree now. Yes. I, I, I and hold on. One other thing that I got to say about fields, he yes. was the only quarterback that wanted to play in the pandemic. Yes. That's that to me is, is complete tough guy because there's no one else who wanted to play. Everyone else was like, yeah, my panties are too tight. He wanted to play. So this guy, I'd say, listen, I, he put him in San Fran. They got a lot of weapons. I think he would do well. I, I Everyone keeps saying Mac Jones. Ah, yeah, I really, I'm not really stuck on Mac Jones. I like Justin Fields. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say they're going to take Justin Fields. Okay. You say Justin Fields. I say this is where Mac Jones goes. They've been sort of putting it out there that they want this guy. I don't know if you can't believe anything that anybody yeah. says uh, at this time of year, but I think they really want Mac Jones. There might be a trade involved with this, but I think the pick will be Mac Jones. So we'll see how that turns out. All right. Looks like we got another pick in. Listen. Okay. Oh, now, now this is where we really, 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 because I know how you feel about our Atlanta Falcons. Okay. And I say Atlanta Falcons because you and I, listen, I do a lot of fantasy football, and the last person you want to pick is Matt Ryan because uh, he can throw for 700 yards and throw seven interceptions. So at this point, and I really believe they're not going to pick up a quarterback, and at this point, the only person you can pick that would make that offense even better than what it is is Kyle Pitts. Listen, you know how I feel about Matt Ryan. <laughs> I know. Oh, this is great. 28 to three, had it wrapped up. He's damaged goods at this point. He needs a fresh start. The Falcons need to get another quarterback. Anybody, I mean, whoever is available there, Fields, Trey Lance, anybody, any quarterback, take a quarterback. I know that they're not going to do it. I know that they're not going to do it. I call Matt Ryan a human lotto ticket. He is a pick six. <laughs> a pick six. I say that they're going to go ahead and take Kyle Pitts, but they really should be taking a quarterback at this point. I'm just going to go ahead and, and defer to you on that. Uh, I, I, from what I've read and, and you know what, just visually, he has still, I he still has a lot left in the tank. I mean, he does make some decisions that are still questionable, but listen, with Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, you put Pitts out there, Chris. You put them out there. What 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 do you have? You have you really do have a very good offense. Now you also have Jackson in the backfield, which is a little ah. Eh, you know he's he, he's had his time, but I think that offense and I know they still have a lot of defense they have to pick up on. But I can't see how you would pass up on Pitts. From what I've seen and from what they're talking about, again another one who's who's you know again it, it, in college is a lot different. You come to the pros and it's just a completely different game. But I do believe. And then another thing, too, is you're putting other weapons in front of him. So it's not like he's coming to a team that he's the only star. So he would do well as long as Matt Ryan is, I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's, a, he's salvageable. Yeah. The only problem is you're never going to be back up with number four with him. That's the problem. Yeah. If and you I get him now, you're not getting another quarterback to pick up. So it's still, I mean, I think they're going to go with picks. I'd like to see him go with picks because I would like to see him on that offense. But we shall see. Falcons need defensive uh, defensive help. All those uh, big leads that they gave up last year. And then listen, you know how this goes, right? The Mr. Uh, Mr. Burns of the NFL, Jerry Jones, just, mm, Smithers. He's sneaking around. He wants Kyle Pitts. Yeah. They're at 10. I don't know if Kyle Pitts is going to be around. He won't be. But you better believe that as we breathe, eat and blink that Jerry Jones is putting a plan together to move up and get Kyle Pitts. He sees Pitts as the new Jason Witten, Jason Witten 2.0. And I would not be surprised at all if there's a trade at that four spot. We shall see. Yes, we shall. Because I have a feeling, like it's like, like like we said, I don't think the draft is really going to start till after, after two. I think yeah. the first two are locked up. I don't think that's going to be anything different. And, you know, from what everyone else is saying, Mac Jones is going to three. So, I mean, I, I can't see I can't see Atlanta taking a quarterback. But again, you know, I, I it's it's you know, it's, it's like the NCAA tournament. You know, you put your picks in and you hope you can you, you win your you win your bracket. At this point, I, I do think they, they will get him. I know Trey Lance is still out there. Um, they someone might move up. I don't see why Atlanta would 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 take any other picks outside of this. But again, you know, we'll find out Thursday. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, the Cincinnati Bengals are at five. 
Joe Burrow didn't even last a season with that offensive line that they had. So I got uh, Cincinnati taking Panay Sewell out of uh, Oregon. I think he's going to be the guy. It, listen, I, you can't I'm to 100%. 100%. Yeah, you can't have that quarterback and not protect him. So you absolutely positively have to go ahead and do that. So we agree on that one and we can that, move this, on. That, that's an easy one. I, I mean, I can't even see Cincinnati just worrying about it because they don't need a quarterback. They got a very good quarterback. Young quarterback, hopefully he'll come back just as good as he was when he left. He, they just he needs a line. If he don't get if he don't get no help in that line, he's going to be out again for another season. Absolutely. And you know absolutely. what? With him out, there was the, it's 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 really it's just it was it, it was nightmare to watch it. I mean, now AC Green is now in uh, Arizona. <laughs> um, which AJ he, Green? AJ Green. I'm not, I'm not going to say okay. So we got we got to put this down now. I'm okay. not going to go say the regular names until they can prove themselves. Because you know what? I, it, it just it just doesn't make sense. It, it, it was a shame to get rid of him, knowing that you have a young quarterback. You need weapons. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I mean, let's let's just see how this works out. But they they definitely have to go with an offensive lineman. And I agree that that Sewell will definitely be a peak to number five. Absolutely. All right. Here we go. Uh, coming in the, the sixth pick, uh, this is one of I think multiple uh, number ones that they have. Miami Dolphins. What do you think? What, what do you think they're gonna do? Listen, there's no other person that I would pick. You got your quarterback. You got a good running game. You got to go with Chase from LSU. There's, there's, there's listen. There's you, you need that outside presence. And what they have now, they they have um, you have Devonte Parker, and which is good, but you have no help on the other side. So I think Chase would fit in there perfectly, and they have a good team. I mean, they're still competing. Listen, you, everyone's chasing Buffalo. So at this point, you have to get something enough to compete against these guys. And I think you have to – I think the offensive line is okay, but they need another weapon. There are bigger and stronger five receivers in this draft class, but we agree on this one. Jamar Chase going to L, uh, from LSU going to the Dolphins – Makes sense. Um, you know, the uh, Dolphins still got to shore up the situation as far as quarterback is concerned. I don't think two is the guy. Uh, they're going to get him, you know, as much uh, rope as he can handle this year. I mean, you got to be a little bit bigger than uh, your uh, offensive lineman to throw over them. He's a small guy, yep, that yep. left-handed spin off the quarterback's hands. But Jamar Chase, I, I think, is the choice there for the Dolphins. We're going to see how this uh, turns out. Now, this is where it starts to get interesting. Yes, yes. Okay, all right. Number seven right now. So this is uh, the Denver Broncos. And um, no, no, number seven is Detroit, Detroit Lions. That's, I'm sorry. Seven. seven is the the Detroit Lions. Okay. Yes. So they need defensive help. And they, I they, they need a quarterback. They need them. <laughs> I mean, they got golf, but listen, he's not doing he, he, no, he, I, he had He was in a perfect situation in the, with Los Angeles, and it didn't work out there. You know what? That's another thing. Stafford going to the Rams, I think, is oh, I can't wait to see what he does with that offense. Absolutely. I think he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league for so many years. He's been shit on in Detroit. Now he's with the real team. So I hope, I hope he does really well with the Rams. So now Detroit's right back in the same situation they started because now they got themselves a bullshit quarterback. They got no Godwin went to uh, uh, the Giants. So you at this point you got to try and build something. So I, I say stay with the defensive side because you know your offense is not going to do much of anything. So on this one now again they're saying that there might be a trade. Now yes. I can see Denver moving up because Denver needs a quarterback. Yes, and that's why I said they were seven. I, I forgot yeah. to say that I include the trade. So Detroit moves back to, to nine. Denver moves up to seven. If that trade scenario happens, who do you think that the Broncos are going to take? And well, the Broncos are going to go. They're going to now see. Now, this is where we differ also. I think Broncos will take Mac Jones. Mm. I, I, I know it's still a little fishy because you still have you still have Trey, you, you have Justin Fields um, that I have picked up on three. Trey Lance is still available, but I think I'm going to go with Mac Jones in that situation. But if Detroit stays where they're at, I have them taking Parsons, the linebacker from Penn State. Okay, okay, that I have. That I have okay. Parsons if they stay. If they stay. At, if and they I stay doubt it very much because I know Denver needs that quarterback. So if they do stay and wait till nine, I listen, I think at nine, they can definitely get Mac Jones. I because I can't see you because right after Detroit, then you have a, they already have their quarterback. I don't think Detroit's gonna go for a quarterback, but then again, you don't know. 
You know, they got golf was owed a lot of money and you don't know if they're going to wind up picking it, which I doubt it, but they need help on defense. They need a help everywhere. They need a hot dog guy too. So I don't even know who they're going to pick up at this point, but I, I would say, I would say definitely defense. We won't even uh, continue to talk about why they continue to put the lions on uh, Thanksgiving. That's a whole nother different conversation. So here's my scenario. Detroit trades back to nine. They're going to still get Parsons at nine. Denver moves up to seven and that's where they pick Justin Fields. I okay. think that uh, uh, John Elway's quarterback curse will be over, and they finally get this quarterback situation right. So we'll see uh, how that goes. We got another pick that's in tough guy. Yeah, yeah, because you know what? Well, with me, since Kyle, since I got Justin Fields going to San Fran, they're getting a quarterback. So now I don't know if them trading up to get at this point, if Justin Fields does go to San Fran, then there's no trade. Because they know Mac Jones or Trey Lance is going to fall into their lap. Gotcha, because gotcha. you got, if you got that, you, you, you already have Atlanta taking pits. If they do take pits, because that's, that's the whole thing. If Atlanta does take a quarterback, then they probably will move up. But if they don't move up, if Atlanta takes pits and then Sewell goes to the Bengals and then Miami takes Chase, then there's no reason why they would need to move up at that point. So yeah. now it's just a, it's a playing game because now for Detroit, I mean, if I was Detroit, I would say, listen, give me a bunch of picks and I'll give yeah. you the number seven. So yeah. for Detroit, yeah. it would work out because they want more picks. But if it's if 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 it falls into way that it goes here, I think the Broncos could stay where they're at and they can still get a quarterback. Yeah. They may not get what they want, but I think they'll get definitely get a quarterback at that point. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, the Chicago Bears who have been trying to find a quarterback since uh, Jim McMahon uh, led them to the Super Bowl in 1985. Uh, they are in at uh, number eight. Well, no, because they would have to trade with Carolina yes. to get into number eight. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. So where is where is uh, where is Carolina originally picking? Carolina is originally picking eighth. Okay, okay. All right. So I think the Bears will trade at this point with the Panthers, and this is where Trey Lance will ultimately end up. Yeah, I agree with you there, 100%. If they, the Bears need somebody. If, if they trade, if they yes, trade. Yes, yes, Gotcha. But if it goes according to chalk, and this is Carolina's pick, who do you got? I, I Listen, I, at this point, if you just picked up Darnold, I'm going to go with Slater from the uh, from uh, Northwestern uh, okay. offensive lineman. I mean, okay. if you're picking him up, you just pick, made a big trade to get him, you got to put a line out there. You have the weapons for him. You know, they still need help with defense, but you know what? You can you can you can oversee your defense by putting a really good offense out there. Absolutely. So I would I would easily pick up Slater from from uh from Northwestern in that pick. Now that's another thing. Now I don't know if if Carolina is willing to do that, which that means that you would be giving them the house for Carolina because you need an offensive line in front of Donald. What Absolutely. makes the sense of sending him from New York to Carolina if he's running around like a crazy man, the same shit he was doing in New York? So at that point, I can't see. Chicago giving up. I don't know what they're going to give up to, to get up there, but I can't see Carolina taking any other pick except for that offensive line. Yeah. Yeah. That's like paying $2,000 to get a car shipped at CarMax. You test driving and you don't want it. No, you're yeah, going to pay the yeah. $2,000 to get the car shipped because yeah. you absolutely want that car. Because right, that's, so a long, that's, a, that's a long shot uh, 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 for Chicago to move up to take because if that's the case i mean why would you trade with detroit detroit needs a lot more than than, than uh than than carolina same division so it might be yes. some snarkiness there so you you never know can but listen the the raps is going to be pulled off everything this is going to mm -hmm. be the weirdest and wildest nfl draft yes. in a really long time so people going to be moving up moving back moving sideways so we'll see how it goes you're listening to tough guy sports radio our nfl pre-draft special bx legend 28 bam bam bishop and uh we moved down now so are we at the number 10 spot i guess you know we're at number nine but we already discussed number nine so okay. if okay so now if it does fall to number nine which would be the broncos so okay. if the broncos do take it again they're definitely going for quarterback whoever's left on the board i have mac jones um trey trey fields should be out i mean justin fields should be if if justin fields is not taken by san fran i'm almost positive they're going to take uh fields uh for De uh, for, for denver Absolutely. And then we said uh, for the Lions, no matter uh, how it goes, that uh, Michael Parsons is their guy from Penn State Lions. Yes, yes. Okay. All right. Well, the most interesting team in the NFL, the richest team in the NFL, Dallas Cowboys, 10 spot. 
They need uh, defensive help. All the uh, problems that their defense had last year, and I think they're going NFL royalty here. They're going to go with Patrick Sertain, the second, the quarterback, uh, out of cornerback out of Alabama. Uh, they definitely need that defensive help. I think that he's their guy unless they do something strange. But if it goes according to chalk and they take their 10, I think it's Patrick Sertain. What do you say, tough guy? I am with you 100%, Brother Noobski, because there's no other reason to take anyone else except for defense. But again, Jones might decide, well, you know what? Why do I need defense when I can just put the greatest offense on the field? He really does want pits. So if he doesn't screw anything up, he just stays where he's at and let everyone else make the decisions, he should get a cornerback. I think Sertan going to Dallas will be good. But again, he wants pits. So you don't know what he's going to offer because he'll offer everything to get pits. And then they can run up and down the field in offense and score 1,000 points and then give up 2,000 points. So, gotcha. you know, again, Dallas is, it's, it, you know, you don't know who's really making decisions. And you know, Jones is going to have the final say in that. And I really do believe that he's going to make a play to try to get pits. But he really should be concentrating on defense because okay. that defense was horrible last year. Horrible. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, tough guy, we're about a quarter of the way through, but I think we got some teams. Let's stretch this out and see if we can go a little bit further. So the Giants are supposed to pick at 11. Um, I think they need defensive help. I think they need to uh, get to the quarterback. And this guy, I love his name. Um, it, it sounds like an app, right? Uh, Quitty Pay from Michigan, <laughs> edge rusher. But like, no, don't cash at me. Don't Venmo me. Quitty Pay me. Quitty Pay me my money. So uh, I think Quitty Pay is going to uh, be the pick uh, for the Giants. What do you think? I 100%. I, I, I hopefully they, they will go with him. They Listen, you, you, if with them, with this year, if Jones decides, I, I, I'm not a, a big Jones guy, but, you know, I think he is salvageable. I think uh, they were gritty uh, the way they played last year. They, they played well. Defense, you know, pulled through towards the end, but they still need some help with defense. If he can, Jones can stay healthy. Um, they have weapons. You know, they, yeah. they just picked up Godwin, and I think that's one hell of a pick. You know, yeah. I, that, a big, big loss to Detroit, but good for the Giants. I, I like them picking him up, and then hopefully you got a running back coming back. You know, so that that's another big help. I mean, if he can stay healthy too, I mean, they, they the offense should look good. I don't. What I really do need the Giants to get is a tight end that can catch. That's yes. what they need. They need a yes. tight end that can catch. I don't care who it is, just somebody who can catch the damn ball. <laughs> oh man, it makes me think about uh, Keyshawn Johnson. All right, so uh, let's see if uh, the Giants are at eleven. The Eagles are supposed to pick at 12. What do you think, tough guy? Oh, I, I, this, this is a tough one because I don't know what they're doing. I guess we should just do rock, paper, scissors and pick whoever the hell's coming out because <laughs> for him to come out and say, well, we're just going to do rock, paper, scissors and not even acknowledge that you even have a quarterback that's going to sit there and play for you, I, I don't know what they're doing in Philly. I really don't. So the best one on the board at this point, like, and they have so many holes. I don't even know. They're, they're an older team. Their offense is a little older especially with the receiving core. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with Horn from South Carolina, cornerback. You know, we're thinking the same way on this one now. The Eagles need a lot of help, as you said. They need a wide receiver. They need a tight end. Uh, they need a cornerback. And they need a safety. I was like, damn. You just, you just need everything. Yeah. I think yeah. J.C. Horn uh, from South Carolina is going to be the pick. That's if they stay conventional. I, I Like you said, I just don't know what the Eagles are going to do, yeah. but if they're smart, they'll go ahead and do that, and, and we'll see what happens. So uh, San Diego, or excuse me, they're not San Diego anymore. They're the Los Angeles Chargers, and uh, they're in at the lucky 13 pick. So listen, Herbert came in last year, right? It's terrible. Uh, Tyrod Taylor got the shot for his ribs. The goddamn doctor uh, punctured his lung. Herbert had to go in. He found out about 10 minutes before the game started. He was starting, set it on fire. Uh, he's a baller. He, he's a great pick, and it's a lot of West Coast bias. You don't see a lot of his games, uh, you know, here in the East Coast. But I think that he could easily throw for 5,000 yards. So they got to get him some weapons. I think this is where they go wide receiver, and they go big. Devonta Smith from wide receiver to the L.A. Chargers at 13. You say the same thing, tough guy? Same thing, same thing, because you know what? 
I know I like Keenan Allen, love Keenan Allen. I pick him on my well, I shouldn't say that. My brother does. He my brother's a cheater. I just gotta say that up for the don't get me don't get me started. Don't get me started because I should have won the last two years. And for some reason, always oh, the commissioner says, Well, you can't do this because you it just I, I even want to get into that right now. But I definitely say Smith to the charges, that would be I I would like that pick. That would be a good pick. Again, this is all. You know, speculation, speculation because right, this right. is this is something that this all going to change because I have a feeling. I mean, I like Chase to go to Miami, but again, you know what we want and what they want are two different things. Absolutely, because Smith could definitely easily go to Miami. I can see Smith going to Miami also. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it, it, it can go any other way, but I, I I I would like to see Smith play with the Chargers. I think it would be a better pick for the Chargers. Listen, we're trying to give people what we think is going to happen less than a hundred hours before the draft. Right, three teams don't have first round picks this year. It's going to be the Rams. Uh, it's going to be the Seattle Seahawks, who only have three picks in the entire draft. And I'm telling you, something funny might happen with Russell Wilson. Listen, they're in the NFC West, and they got to stay competitive. Something could still happen. This is going to be the craziest draft of all time. And then, look, Kansas City gave that number one pick, that 31 pick, to Baltimore because they got a half a billion dollar quarterback. That's like having a Ferrari with no insurance and you ain't got no alarm on it. You absolutely got positively got to protect them. So Orlando Brown goes from uh, Baltimore to Kansas City. So we'll see how that goes. All right, we got. And then there's another big factor, another big factor that that we haven't. We're not even. I don't want to get into it, but if Deshaun Watson is clear. Do you not understand that every team that we just picked will probably just throw everything away just to pick him up? That's Absolutely. a whole different factor. Russell Absolutely. Wilson, I don't think is going anywhere because that's just who he is. But if Deshaun Watson is cleared, then this whole draft is going to be turned upside down because I would give I would give everything to get Deshaun Watson. Absolutely. Proven quarterback, he's good, he's durable. I take him, but no question. So let hopefully, and you know, you and I, we've talked many a times. We're hoping that this is just something that's just, I don't even, I don't, we can't even talk about it because we don't even know any of the facts. All we know is just numbers. That's all we know is just numbers. So hopefully he gets clear to this. And I, I really, I'm really pulling for him that he didn't do this. And let's see, because that he will throw, he's the monkey wrench in this whole draft. Yes. Yes. I think we're going to take it just uh, halfway through and then we'll run through the rest of the picks, but I got 14 right now, Minnesota Vikings. Listen, uh, I think they got to do something to protect uh, Cousins. I think Cousins could have did a little bit better. You got Jefferson out there, right? But you got to get, I mean, I think he could have had four or five, maybe six more touchdowns if he has a little bit more time to, to, to go. And for my money, he was the offensive player, uh, offensive rookie of the year last year, uh, bottom line, point blank, end of story. But I think that they're going to go with that uh, sort of Midwestern thing, Northwestern to be specific, Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle, from Northwestern. Yes, yes. You, so I, I, I think he's going to go. I think he's going to go to Carolina, which I would like to see him go to Carolina to help out Donald. But if he's still around, there's no reason why Minnesota doesn't take him. I think he's the, he's one of the better offensive linemen and uh, outside of Sewell. So I, 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 I would agree with you if he does fall, if he does drop back that far. I think Minnesota will definitely pick him up. There's no question in my mind. Because I, I, I'm, I'm still a little flipped on that one too myself. I, I would like to, t- I would like to take Slater. For Carolina, but again, there might be some movement as far as trading up. So, uh, I, and this is a tough one because this is where this is where I guess these guys would get paid big money because that that that's I I would think every team would need an offensive lineman. You know, I, I don't even I can't even see. I mean, I understand you know Pitts is is a, you know comes every so often, but without a line, that quarterback can't throw to nobody. Absolutely. And they invested a a lot of money in Cousins, man. This guy is like bet on himself and he's been franchise tagged, what, twice or three times by a Washington football team. And yeah, so it's like they're giving him that money, man. They might as well go ahead and protect him. And they've given him an offense and everything that he possibly wants. Any other other quarterback in that situation would have won there. And he just, I don't know, it's just, I guess it's just who he is, you know? So at that point, I I say go with the offensive lineman if he falls, if he drops back. There's no reason why not to take them and then, you know, take it from there. Absolutely. All right, here we go. This is the big one. This is the big oh, one right boy. here. Yes. Okay. Okay. So like. Oh, uh, and we didn't talk about this. We didn't talk about this. We didn't talk about this. Okay. So me and you are Marvel comic book and movie fans, right? Yes. So if we were to have a bracket, the sweet 16 
of like bad guys versus good guys. It comes down to Doctor Strange and Thanos, right? Okay. okay. So Bill Belichick is the Doctor Strange of the NFL. Mm -hmm. You know, just like Jerry Jones, he's lurking around. Now look, he's looking forward, backwards. These guys spent $140 million in the off season and they never spent money like this ever before. So the deal is, and the rap on Belichick is, and the Patriots, that they have never drafted a quality wide receiver during Belichick's tenure as head coach. If they stay at 15 and don't trade up to get a quarterback or get Jimmy G back, I think what they do, because Belichick knows Nick Saban so well, they're friends, they're the same person, one is in the pros and one is in college, they pick Jalen Waddle, wide receiver from Alabama at the 15th spot. Yes, I agree with you 100%. And what we didn't discuss is if San Fran, whoever they take, Justin Fields, Mark Jones, I do believe that Jimmy G will be traded out. And I believe he will be going back to New England. And if New England does get him, because you already have Cam Newton there, and Cam Newton's arm pretty much is is, is shot. Uh, You know, from what you saw from him last year, I know they didn't have a training camp. The system was a little bit off. I mean, he's a good soldier, but I I think his arm is not there. You bring in Jimmy G, which he wanted from the beginning. That was the whole mess they had with him and Tom Brady. You bring in Jimmy G, so at that point, you need a receiver. They have nobody, and then you just have the retirement of Edelman. So now they really do need – I mean, they need running backs, but they are running back by committee. He's very good at picking up running backs in the third, fourth round that actually do well, but you do need a receiver. Absolutely. If Jimmy G comes back, they get him for $10 for this one season. Cam becomes a backup, or he might become attractive to a team that might lose a quarterback – during the preseason or during camp. And you can still, I think Cam is going to cost you less than $5 million. So he might become a bargain to some team that's out there looking for a quarterback. But if it stays chalk and goes the way it's supposed to, we say waddle, but a lot of funny things are going to happen in this top 16 yeah. uh, before it's all over. And then we and got he, one. He will, he will have his hand in it in the first five picks. Easily. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because there's no way San Fran's going to pick a quarterback and keep Jimmy G. Absolutely. There's no way. Absolutely. Listen, so this is the 16th pick, right? The Cardinals are supposed to pick here. They need defensive help. Um, I think that um, Patrick Peterson getting a little bit older. Uh, You know, uh, we'll see what happens. They do have Buda Baker. I think they're good on the offensive side of the board. Um, You know, I know you don't like Kyler Murray, but uh, he's what they got at this point. So I think that they go defense. And another Northwestern guy, Greg Newsom II, uh, at cornerback. I think that he can come in, learn quickly, especially under Peterson and uh, Buda Baker's tutelage, and uh, get right to doing whatever you need to do. Plus, you got J.J. Watt. Can you imagine going to work every day and J.J. Watt is there? He's like, man, Captain America. Like, yeah, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> so I think they're going to go uh, with uh, Newsom uh, at the cornerback uh, slot at 16. I'm with you 100% on that because their offense is set. They they don't need anything else on offense. They're good. They just need Kyle Murray just to, to, to produce at this point, which I think he will. I mean, I'm not a fan of Kyle Murray because he is a little bit undersized. And but you know, you 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 your offense is good. So I I, I definitely agree with you. I think Newsom may definitely need a quarterback. Uh, uh, Peterson's gone, so you have to get somebody in there to you know play man one on one man on coverage. So I, I agree with you there. I think Newsom is definitely uh, the pick to go with that. Gotcha. All right. Listen, tough guy. We can do one or two things. We can roll through the rest of the first round and that'll leave us just a tiny bit of time for the other three sports, or we can just go full draft first round on this one. What do you want to do? Um, you know what? Let's, uh, cause everything else outside of this, you know what? Let's, let's do three more picks. As I know, let's go up to 19 because 19. I know your, your, your team is at 19 and we, we want to discuss your team. Well, that's my that's my regional team. My team, I think, is picking thirtieth. <laughs> well, listen, your team don't need to pick at all. They got a good team. All listen, right. So, if anyone out there wants to know, he is originally from Buffalo, New York, which is actually in New York. If some people don't know, yes. and his team doesn't need to pick for maybe the next couple of years. They got a good team. They're going to win a division. Uh, with, I hope so. With, 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 with some competition from New England, because Belichick, you just can't sleep on him. But they should win. They got that Buffalo's got a hell of a team. I like Buffalo a lot, and there should be no problems with Buffalo. But if we want to go regional, which is where you're at, I think we should go three more just 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 to get to number nineteen because gotcha. the number nineteen is 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 uh, it should be a fun pick. 
Absolutely. 19, the uh, Washington no-names. Uh, they still don't have a name yet. They're <laughs> Listen, working on it. They're the Redskins. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Until they tell me any other way, they're the Redskins. This the bullshit w. of Washington football team, come on, please. They're the Redskins. The W's. Defense is set, so I think they need to go offense. I think that they're going to pick up a wide receiver, and I think they're giving a strong eye and will ultimately pick Kadarius Toney from Florida, good Florida wide receiver. Uh, teammate uh, of uh, Kyle Pitts's, and I think he might uh, fit in nicely for Washington there at the 19 spot. Well, see now this is this is a, it's a good one because since you have Fitzpatrick back there, which I don't think he's going to do much of anything, I think they need a quarterback. But again, without an offensive line, he's got nothing out there. So I agree with you only only because this depending the quarterbacks are going to go quickly in this. So I really do believe Washington needs a quarterback. I don't think they're going to trade up. I don't know if they have enough to trade up for. Um, they, they need someone that's outside of Fitzpatrick. Uh, they got a hell of a defense. So listen, their front four is the best in the NFL. I'm not worried about their front four, but I am worried about their offense. And they, need, they really do need a quarterback. Fitzpatrick is just something to, to plug in for now. But if they can get themselves a quarterback, which whoever's left on the board at this point depending who we have. And I, I listen, I, you, I say, I said Fields goes with San Fran and then Mac Jones. So you still have, who's that other quarterback, Chris? Um, who's the Trey other Lance field Trey Lance, Trey Lance. I, I, I would like to see 19 go to Trey Lance if he's still available okay. because you, you do need, I mean, you can put Fitzpatrick in, he can learn, he can sit back and, and watch and then he can bring him in when he wants. So I'm going, I'm going quarterback for, for number 19 for the, uh, Washington, whatever the hell that shit is. Uh, gotcha. Redskins. The whatchamacallits. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatchamacallits. Gotcha. All right, let's slide down to 23, right? So the Jets have another number one there. So if that goes chalk, I think that this is where they get their running back, mm -hmm. and I think that they're going to get Najee Harris from Alabama at this slot. I don't know what the culture shock is going to be, but all you got to do is run the ball, hold on to the ball, and you can be a legend there. And I know Joe Namath is probably whispering in the Jets' brass ear to pick up Najee Harris running back at 23. What do you think, tough guy? I believe that. I think they definitely will get him because I don't think running back's going to be big uh, outside of that. They're going to have their quarterback. They need a running back. They don't have nobody back there. So I, I agree with you there. I think Harris will definitely fall to, to the Jets on 23. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm trying to find my guys. Do they even, wait a minute, do they have a, a number one this year? Hold on. I don't see them in this. No, uh, they don't. They do that's right. They do not yeah. have a, they, yeah. no, I'm sorry. The bills pick at 30 this year. Okay. So pretty they, much they don't have a pick. Correct. Correct. They pick. Yeah. It's like uh, you're getting a back end yeah. of that. Uh, if not Jay Harris is still there at 30, I think they're going to get him. If not, um, you know, they may uh, go ahead and, and, and pick up uh, a cornerback. So, We'll see what happens on that. And then, um, I mean, that's it. I mean, uh, the only wild card that comes in there is that uh, Baltimore has now two number uh, two first-round draft picks. They pick at 27, which is their pick, and then the 31 pick that they got uh, from the Chiefs. So we'll see how that goes. But, look, we, we try to tell you, like, nobody pays attention after the first 16 picks anyway. It's really going to be in that first 16, that number 15 spot you got to work out, look out for. That number three spot you got to look out for, it's going to be wild. Like, don't be out going to 7-Eleven or stop and shop or wherever you go to get chips. Because if you miss the first, you know, the two through the seven pick, you're going to miss uh, a whole lot of action. And we still got time for, for teams to make trades. And listen, I say right after New England. I think I think the draft will be right after New England because I think I think they're going to put something together. I think they want to trade up. I think they're going to want to get in the quarterback, or if they do, they're going to wind up getting Jimmy G. If they do get Jimmy G for whatever they're going to toss out there, then it, like I said, it's 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 going to be a free for all because I know someone is going to mess up this draft. Someone is. Someone's going to trade up, and again, and I still say, and I'm going to say it, and put me on record: if Deshaun Watson is cleared, you're going to have a team that's going to go after him, and if they someone goes after him, they're going to be coming right off the board, and that's going to be a big hole for everybody else. So yeah. I mean that that that's the factor in there, and again. You know, I don't think Wilson's going anywhere. I think Wilson's going to stay. Um, but if if it goes that, I would say definitely up until 15 will be everything because I know New England is going gonna, is gonna to make a play for somebody. Sounds good. Sounds good. Listen, you're listening to Tough Guy Sports Radio, BX Legend 28, Bam Bam Bishop, 
Uh, this is our first uh, episode, longtime friends. We decided to get into the sports podcast game. Listen, we're not going to be talking about this and that and these weak guys and blah, 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 and all that Jordan versus LeBron stuff because the answer is Jordan. We never debate that type of stuff. We try and give you a little bit. Then Jordan in who? Who did you say? Jordan against who? Jordan against uh, the other 20. Yeah, I don't know who that guy is. The guy who's hurt. He's, you know, he's, he, he, he's playing right now. He's, he's playing at home. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's get into a little bit of baseball. So uh, I'll go first. Uh, my Washington Nationals just got out of the basement. They got to give Scherzer and these guys a little bit uh, more run support. They got three pitchers that have given up 12 home runs. And I think they've only given up 24, 25 home runs. So that's about half of that. I don't really worry about my team until uh, Memorial Day. That's when the weather starts to get a little bit warmer and get more consistent. But they got to win some of these cold weather games and, and start to win these games on the road. So they're uh, just uh, out of the basement in the NL East. And uh, we'll see what happens. Not worried at this point. I think they got the pitching that'll prove uh, um, great. They have uh, Bell now, they have Harrison, and they have Schwarber. You saw that home one Schwarber hit is still yeah. flying over the Washington Monument. He hit that damn ball so far. But, you know, these one nothing games, good uh, to test, you know, what you have, but you don't want to get into those games all the time. So we'll see what happens with the Nationals. My friend, what is going on with the New York Yankees? Oh, here we go. Here Clearing we go. I, 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 I'm, I'm so just, you know, I don't want to say I'm, I'm just, just disgusted with them because I don't think the Yankees itself is the problem. I think management has just taken this team and they've done the wrong thing with it. First of all, you got rid of Girardi. And the reason why you got rid of Girardi, because he was too hard-nosed. You know, when you're a parent and you have kids, you're not trying to be their friends. You're their parent. So, you know, you don't want to hang around and hold hands and, and, and sing in Kumbaya all day. You can't. So Girardi didn't have, he had a problem with Sanchez. And I don't blame him. The guy has feelings. Oh, my gosh, I have feelings. You hurt my feelings. I don't want to play for him no more. You know what? Kiss my ass. Listen, they should have kept, they should have kept Girardi. Or if you wanted to get rid of Girardi, you want to bring in another coach? I don't like Boom. Boom is too friendly with everybody. Okay, now we're going to get into this because I don't like the cybergenics. I don't. Don't like anything about cybergenics. I, I, I listen, I'm not even going to say it because at this point, you're playing baseball. You have to have some type of feeling for the game. Sabermetrics? No yes, yeah, Sabermetrics, Cybertron, whatever the hell you want to call it. It's Cry just, there's, there's just no reason at all that Cry everything is on paper. Cryogenics, that's when you freeze the body of like yeah, there you go. Crayola crayons, whatever you want to call it. There's just no reason at all <laughs> to not have a feeling for the game. You got to have still some feeling for the game. I understand there's numbers and the numbers do say what you're supposed to do. That's fine. But when you're having guys, and this is another problem you're going to have, you have LeMay who, who's doing well. He's, he, he went three for four one game. So what do you do the next game? You sit him down. Why? Because it's just his time to sit down. No, you have to have that feeling. You have to have a manager that says, you know what? Let's just keep playing this guy. Sit him down when we have the off day and let him rest or give him a day off when they don't need him. You can't just go ahead and just sit guys down. This team has a lot of stars that are producing nothing. You can't. Another one. I Listen, I'm not a judge fan. I think they should have traded him to the, to, to the Angels when they had the chance. He, he's, he's either hitting a home run or he's hurt, but he's not someone you want to keep on the team. I, I'm, I'm not a judge guy. I'm not. Hicks has been in a slump. I don't know if he got baby mama drama. I don't know what his problem is, but he's in a slump. Frazier should not even be playing professional baseball. I'm not a Frazier guy either. This guy can't hit. He's, he's another one whose feelings, I'm all oh, my feelings. You know what? When you're waking up at four o'clock in the morning, you have to drive an hour to go to work every day. Let's see how your feelings really are. And that's what these guys don't seem to understand. They're sitting there and they want to be pampered. You can't pamper these guys. I know too, everyone's going to say Stan. I, listen, it is what it is. I didn't want to take Stan either, but we got him. So if he's hitting two home runs a game, that's what you're, all you're going to get out of him. You're not going to get any more out of Stan. He is who he is. And if that's the case, then you just got to deal with it. You Listen, he's going to be there. I, I think longer than Bobby Bonita is going to get paid for the Mets. So at this point, you know what? You just he, He's your DH. He's going to get hurt. But you know what? You can't have everyone in the team getting hurt at the same time. Judge is always hurt. I mean, every time he goes for like a pop-up and he has to run, I get scared because he's going to pull something. And then he's out another another two, three weeks. I mean, it is what it is. Their the pitching is, is, is another another part of the team that's that's in a big mess. It'll, it'll even itself out. It really will. But at this point in time, I think that 
They just have to just, you know what? Yesterday's game, uh, Saturday's game against Cleveland, they actually looked like they were having fun. They won that game. Pitching worked well, but again, you know, Cole's on the mound. So, you know, you're getting great pitching. Outside of that, I think they have the, they have problems with the lineup. I think you have to go ahead and you have to just put your foot down. You know, I mean, Sanchez is not your, he, he, you don't know if he's going to be a catcher or not. You know, you don't want to hurt his feelings. Listen, you're trying to win games. If you're trying to win games, then you know what? If he's got to sit down, you got to bench him. You got to bench him. The same way with anybody else. If Hicks is not doing well, you got to bench him. Gotcha. I mean, if you're not going to do this to these guys, then, you know, you're going to have the same problems over and over again. And you're not going to win because right now they're uh, they're not in last place. They're tied for last place. So and I still think they're going to win the division. I still think they're going to, you know, you, you got um, tomorrow yeah. night you have uh, uh, um, they're playing uh, Baltimore and the pitchers playing tomorrow night. Uh, uh, I can't remember his name right off the bat. Uh, D- Davey Garcia is pitching tomorrow night. So, yeah, yeah. you know, hopefully he does well. And then, you know, we shall see. But, you know, it's just a team that's a lot of big names and they're not producing. And I just think they're all playing out of position because you just have, you know, I think Luke Voigt being out hurts the team. Yeah. I think he's the main guy on that team. You get him back and you can put everyone back in the right position. Gleyber Torres, I like him, but I think he's playing in the wrong spot. You know, he, again, oh. he, 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 he's, 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 you know, a little touchy. You know, these guys are touchy and you can't hurt their feelings. I mean, come on, this is baseball. You know, you're, you're playing a sport for a living. Just deal with it and just keep it, keep it moving. I, I don't understand. But he did. Let me tell you something. He hit the ball the other day and he ran first base as fast as I seen that motherfucker run. I've never seen him run so fast at first base before in my life. But he ran to first base. He was out. He wasn't going to sit there and put his head down and just jog. So I guess whatever they, ever talk they had with him, because anybody else, when that game happened and he jogged to first base, you should have pulled him. Yeah. Prove a point yeah. to everybody. You're not trying to be their friend. Pull them out of the game. Listen, if you're not going to run hard, you sit your ass down. We get someone out there who's going to sit there, sit out there and run and every hard every time. So we shall see, my friend. But you know, it's still it's still a lot of lot of games left to play. It's still early in the season, so I'm not really worried about the Yankees. But I tell you right now, I tell you who you need to worry about. I need you to worry about the Dodgers. Worried about the Dodgers. I, the Dodgers have the best team in baseball, hands down. And that series between them and the Padres is a great series. If they can continue to keep showing those games, it would bring baseball back. Yeah, yeah. Seven five right now. Uh, Dodgers looks like it's uh, top of the eighth in LA. So it's a Sunday night baseball we're watching. Listen, you breathe in hot fire. You uh, that Bronx is coming out, and you got the Yankees hat on. We're gonna have to move on though, real quickly on these other uh, two sports before we get into a real small uh, MMA segment. Basketball. Uh, are we looking at a Utah-Brooklyn NBA Finals? What are we looking at? Uh, you know, I you watched I watched him today against the Suns, and Kevin Durant is is the factor. I mean, you put Harden back out there. Harden's he's 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 a good player, but Durant is is the key. Is he he is like that guy in Los Angeles? You know, you put LeBron out there, and LeBron is just you can't. You know, when LeBron wants to play, you ain't gonna stop him. He's he. I would definitely say LeBron is the number one player in the world, and Durant's right behind him. Yeah. So if you get Durant out there with Kyle Irving, and let me tell you something: to watch this guy play, just hopefully by the time he gets to the playoffs, he does all his little laundry and his shopping because you know he's a little touchy <laughs> too. If you know if he doesn't want to play, he don't play. But if you put those two, they just those two together, it's not enough to get over the hill. But if you got Harden with those two. Yeah. And the team that they have, because what happens is because of their injuries, and the only good thing about it is because of their injuries, the rest of the team has been playing really good basketball. They're playing good defense, and they're working well with each other. Now you put Durant in the game, forget about it. That, listen, there's no reason why if they don't win, then they, they they don't win the championship, it's a bust. But I will tell you who will win is Who's my that? New York Knicks. Yes, number New four in the East right now. Oh, my Pippen gosh. has got them playing well. Uh, uh, Derek Rose looks like uh, he's uh, like back in the 2000s, man. He's looking good. And and you know what, Randolph, I, I would not say Randolph is the MVP of the league. Randolph is the MVP of the Knicks. There's no question. If if we talk an MVP, I still say, and we have discussed this time and time again, it's going to go to Curry, but no one is talking about the guy up there in your, your home region, my friend, that Absolutely. he should be in talk in some type of consideration. 
I just want the guy to get one vote. I don't care if it's first, second, third, whatever. You should get at least one vote for MVP. The criteria says the player judged to be most valuable to his team. Is that Steph Curry? Yes, absolutely, positively. I don't care who it is. I don't trust Embiid and all these other guys, blah, 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 blah. It should be Curry. But Bradley Beal is a walking bucket. He gives you 30 every night, no problems, no complaints. And they've gone from like, you know, with the COVID and stuff, single digits, they're like 25 and 33 at this point in the playoff position, in the play-in position when they weren't doing too well at the beginning of the season. So we'll see how this turns out. We still got about a couple, three weeks to go with that and we see what's going on. Hockey, listen, my Buffalo Sabres trash. Uh, last place, I think, in the league. Hopefully, you'll get a number one draft pick and we'll take things from there. What's going on with the Rangers and Devils? Rangers, uh, they won today uh, against them. Unfortunately, sorry about that, my my, my brother. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Against the Sabres. They won and Boston lost. So, they're, they're reaching up there. I think they will make the playoffs. They're doing well. Um, the Sabres, um, I, I actually saw the standings and they have been eliminated from playoff <laughs> They were they, they were eliminated when the season first started. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, I do agree with you there, but they, they, they will come back. You know, every team has their ups and downs, you know, and this just so happens that right now that uh, Sabres are going through their, their little, uh, their, their, their whole training period is, is over and done with. They, they've had a really, they've had some, some hell of a goalies. You and I have gone to these games yeah. and we have saw some of the best hockey that you can possibly see. Best goaltender. Yeah. Oh, my God. They just yes. got to get a number one goaltender. I think when Ico comes back last year, whatever they ever pick up in the draft and, and take things from the year. And tell me about this Zabana Jack guy. My oh, God. He's, 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 he's the real deal. There's this, he Fire. just, he is, you know, you watch this guy play this guy. And, you know, that's another thing. You watch hockey, these guys play every game. And especially knowing that it's coming down to the line, they're not taking days off. You can't tell these guys, I'm going to take a day. You guys got to sit down. They're not hearing that shit. These guys are out there playing every single game. Stitches. And that's, and that's another thing. They don't talk enough about hockey. And what is this that you want to sit these guys down because they need rest, but yet there's more injuries now than there ever has been. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. You have all these nutritionists and all these, these to help these guys Bigger, stronger, but yet they get hurt more. What is that all about? Doesn't make any sense. But yet hockey, which no one wants to deal with, no one wants to talk about, these guys play every game. Every game. Pucks to the face, uh, sticks to the face, uh, gashes, whatever, lost teeth. I, we've seen it many a time. A guy get into a fight or he get a hit and they're down there digging uh, in the ice to get the teeth out. The guys just get stitched up or they get a face guard and, and they're back in the work. And so we, we love hockey. Uh, will this be a, a year where a Canadian team wins the cup? Fuck the Canadians. Back okay. to, just, just, I, I think Colorado has a very good team. Um, I, I just, as long as the Canadians don't win, I, I really don't care. As long as, the, as Canada is not in there, who gives a fuck? You, we can't even play in Canada. You know, that's another shit. You know, they don't want us to come. They don't want us to come to Canada. They don't want to come down here. So you got to play somewhere else. Fuck them. Keep it in the United States. I say Vegas has got an outside shot. And then, uh, you know, those dreaded Washington Capitals, who I'm not a fan of, are always. Listen, you got to love oven chicken. You got to love oven chicken. Uh, Mr. Goldie uh, laces himself. We'll see uh, how this goes. So listen, tell me uh, what happened with this MM, uh, MMA oh. UFC 246. Give me the short version on that. Okay, the short version was it was a full house. It had to be 25,000 people in there, and I think that's what made it just even more fire. Had to be one of the best cards I've seen in at least over a year. Um, first fight came out, Anthony Smith. He kicked uh, he kicked Crude in the leg. That took his leg out completely. He hit him in a spot that just his whole nerve and his leg just went dead. Yeah, good fight, good fight. Second fight was, was the fight that everyone's talking about. Weedman got, he, 17 seconds in, he oh, kicks God. Hall. And if you haven't seen the footage, I tell yeah, you, if yeah, you're a little light at heart, then you don't want to watch this. Oh, he kicked God. him and he snapped his leg in half. And it wasn't that bad that he kicked him is when he fell back on his leg to, to, I guess to just to put the pressure back on it, it split in half. Ugh. And you heard him scream. It was wow. It, I, you know what? After 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 the match, you you listened to Hall talking, and I thought Hall was going to break down and cry. Yeah, I really yeah. did because he he looked like I mean to see that happen, and it, it, it it was just a lot. Which which is ironic because um, Silva had the same injury, and it happened against Weedman. 
Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if there's something going on with that, but it, that that was that was a tough one. That was a tough one. What are these guys yeah. kicking kicking banana trees to train? I, or I mean, you know what? Uh, it, it's it's funny because you know you hear them kicking each other, and it, yeah. you can tell it hurts. You know. Yeah. And then you build enough callus on your legs, so uh, it, it you know to stop that. But I guess you know you kick someone in the right spot, or yeah. you kick somebody in, in your right spot, and you snap that leg in half. I mean, it's possible. I mean, this is this is a sport that it's you know it, it, it's it, it is what it is. You know, you go in there, you get hurt. That, That's a tough guy. Those are tough yeah, guys. Those are tough. Listen, they, uh, listen, we're tough guys because we're sitting on camera talking. Those guys get in the ring. Those guys are tough guys. And speaking of tough. And speaking of tough guys, let's talk yes. about tough women. Yes. Okay. Because Sachenko is by far, listen, you couldn't pay me enough money to get in the ring with this woman. You can't. This woman is by far one of the best fighters to see. They told her that she could not grapple with this woman. She went in there and she grappled and she made this woman look, there's no one out there that can compete against her. Wow. She is just a great fighter. And until someone comes along or until she just gets tired and she takes a fight off and then she loses, you're not, you, to see her fight, it's, it's actually, it's, it's a beautiful motion because she is, she is just somebody who's just very good. So that fight went on. And I don't know if you got a chance to see the fight after that, which was with uh, Rose Thug. Did you get the chance to see that one? I did not see the chance to see Rose Thug. I love that name though. Oh yeah. So she fought the Chinese girl for sure weight, uh, Wheelie. Uh, from from China, okay. And she, the last fight that she fought, these she they her face it was all it was such a mean. Her face was destroyed, but she won. Oh. She's tough. Yeah. But this fight came down, and I mean, no one expected it. She was the champion. She thought she was gonna win this, and she came in and she got hit with a shot to her neck at a minute oh. and eighteen seconds that put her down. That after the fight, she got knocked out, and then she's like, "Oh no, I didn't get hit." And she, you can see her footprint on the side of her neck. That's how hard wow. she got hit. And wow. she got up and she was like, no, no, we're still fighting. Oh, I was okay. No, you were not okay, bitch. You just hit the floor. And she got punched in the face a few times. Listen, keep it moving. You lost the belt. Rematch. Wow. wow. Now that one, that one was a good one. But the, the main one for the night, and, and listen, I'm not, I'm not a big Usain uh, a guy. I'm not, but you have to give him the respect. Usman? He's 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 he is he's great. He's he yeah. is. Uh, yeah. Masaval is, is one of my favorite fighters. I thought it was going to be a little bit more than that, but listen, you know what? When you win a ring with somebody and he hits you as hard as he did, because they fought in Jacksonville and I felt the punch in New York. That's how hard he hit this man. He hit this man so hard he knocked him out. When they revived him, he was like, "I'm supposed to be fighting." No, wow. you just lost the fight. Wow. And he was very gracious at the end. Yeah, I and did I, see I, that. Yeah, and I, I had a lot of respect for him because it takes a big man to sit there and say, "Listen, you know what? He kicked my ass." That just it is what it is, you know. And it, it, a good a good fight. And it, and when another thing I did like, the fans in there were off the hook. Yeah, it, yeah. it, was, it was a lot of fans. It was it was it was nice. It was nice to see the it was nice to see the arena full again. It really yeah. was. Mask or no mask, for whatever that thought that time that was there, no one was worrying about pandemic. No one's worrying about COVID or nothing. It was just five good fights that was entertaining. There was a lot of electricity from the crowd, and just it was good. There we go. There we go. Listen, looks like uh, Florida might be the spot for some future uh, UFC fights. We'll see how that goes. Listen, my friend, we just about run out of time. Our first episode. How do you feel, man? I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm Listen, keep going. Let's keep going. I'm ready to jump in that ring right now, too. Because I know there's no one else in that ring except for me, so I'm good. That's it. So we got this one. We'll lay this down. We'll check uh, our picks back. Uh, NFL draft is going to be off the chain. Yes, uh, yes. Again, uh, baseball, we'll see what develops. Uh, basketball, uh, playoffs coming soon, and then hockey, that's a grind, man. You got to get 28 Ws to be a champion, and uh, it's going to be very, very interesting. Listen, Tough Guy Sports Radio, it's a podcast. We're available on IG. We're at, at Tough Guy Podcast, at Tough Guy Podcast. He's available at BXLegend28, at BXLegend28 on Instagram. I'm available at Bam Bam Bishop One, just like it sounds. B A M B A M B I S H O P One on Twitter. He's at BX Legend Two Eight One on Twitter. BX Legend Two Eight One on Twitter, and we're at Tough Guy Sports One on Twitter. At Tough Guy Sports One, and then you can always give us feedback on the show. 
toughguypodcast at gmail.com, toughguypodcast at gmail.com. And then I'm available at Bam Bam Bishop One, B A M B A M B I S H O E One at gmail.com. Tough guy. Good job. You're looking forward to uh, our uh, post uh, NFL draft edition. We'll be closer to the playoffs for uh, basketball and hockey and uh, baseball be developing, man. I had a wonderful time. I really enjoyed this tonight. Yes, yes, definitely did. Um, it's good to be back online with you again. Um, not uh, doing anything else except sitting here and talking what we, we would love to do. So hopefully we have many more and hopefully we'll be back on again next week after the draft and discussing all the, the, the little intricate pieces that were uh, that, that is a well-oiled machine called the NFL. So uh, we shall see when that, that comes up next week. Absolutely. Next time uh, we'll have drinks and we want to give a toast to our producer, E. Thanks so much. Yes, definitely, E. Appreciate yes. Thank this. you, E. Thank you. Absolutely. And we will see you next guy on Tough Guy Sports Radio. We're out. Peace.